0: caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation and that can affect your home's value and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com And Doug. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. Ah! But what to buy with those savings? Ah! Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary and written by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Excludes Massachusetts.
1: Liberty, 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 Liberty.
2: Walked up to the Red Rage. You want to get in on basketball? You're welcome to. Uh, you know, at some point here, we're going to turn our attention to college football and start thinking about uh, a look ahead at the the potential 2024 playoff teams. We're going to get back into that conversation. We're going to reboot it because we started it, you know, three weeks ago and uh, and stopped after um, just looking at some SEC teams because there was just massive. Uh, Turnover. Um, Let me address a few basketball questions, and this segment will stick to basketball, and then uh, we might move uh, forward with football as soon as we start the next segment. I want to address uh, South Carolina and Auburn at some point here uh, as well. Um, But let me get to a couple of these texts. You can get in six five four seven six two seven. People always complain you can't get in and get them right now. said, We all know P.J. is the man and will lead us in scoring most of the time, but I love seeing Chase put up 20 and want to see more of it on the way of the dance. You know, again, part of that is the way Miami chose to defend P.J. Hall. Sick, ill, well, whatever, Miami decided they just didn't want P.J. Hall to beat them. They were concerned about the his ability and the fact he has four inches on O'Meara. They were concerned about that. And so they collapsed. They sagged and denied Hall. Uh, and they sagged from every spot on the court. Uh, you know, it was um, it was just painfully obvious they did not want the ball to go into the paint to PJ Hall. And look, part of it is, look, is no idiot. One of my chief contentions of late is that one major reason the boss to go into Hall and why PJ has to spend seventy five percent of his time on the low block is that he's the guy who creates the fouls for the other team. He's the guy who eventually gets Clemson to the free throw line. When Gerard is making free throws at the end of the game, do you know why that is? It's because Hall created the fouls that put Gerard there at the end of the game during the course of the whole game. And Clemson doesn't have that element when P.J. is just on the perimeter and or when Clemson's not feeding the post. See, I think Leronega wanted to deny P.J. Hall for two reasons. One, he knew he couldn't cover him straight up. He knew that O'Meara can't cover Hall straight up. Two, he knew that it would wind up getting O'Meara in foul trouble and their team in foul trouble. So I think Leraniga made a conscious decision based on the way Clemson has shot the ball. Think about this. The way Clemson shot the ball at home, I think Leraniga said, okay, here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to put him at the free throw line, and we are not going to let him get Omir in foul trouble, and we are not going to let him kill us in the paint. And so he collapsed, and he dug down, and, and, uh, and he denied post-entry, saying, okay, prove it to me that you can make jump shots in this building because you haven't. Well, that was a risk he took. And it was a gamble. It's a, it was a smart gamble in my estimation. It made even smarter by the fact that P.J. wasn't well for the game. Now, he didn't know that. Laronega didn't know that. But it was the, I think it was the right strategy. The problem is it didn't work it didn't work because, for one reason, Chase stepped up and hit jump shots. So that's one of the reasons it didn't work. And, and you credit Chase. And, yeah, moving forward, listen, Chase can drive the ball on anybody. If Chase starts to hit 20-foot jump shots, he's an enormous problem. Because if you have to guard him away from the rim, if he starts proving it to people, and forcing them to come out on him, well, guess what? Now he's going to blow by guys with even more regularity. He's been when he's been driving by guys and getting the free throw line. It's guys who are basically playing off of him because they've been willing to let him shoot because he hasn't shot the ball well from the perimeter. And so that's how you would defend him, and that's how that's one of the decisions that Lironega made. In this particular case, it didn't work out for him. And Chase is starting to feel better. You could see it. The pieces are coming together for him, and that's another—you're you, 100% right, Texter. It's another major factor uh, down down the stretch. I I promised to answer another question uh, when we got back from Texter901. I'll get to that in a minute. Let me get Degenerate Gamble with Tim in here, and then 901, I'll get to your question on the text line. Uh, Degenerate Gamble with Tim. Tim, how are you?
3: Hey, you doing right, Walt. Thanks for getting me in again. Great,
2: Tim. Good to have you.
3: Thank you, sir. I want to talk a little bit about my Tar Heels.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I think, and and I just happened to watch a little bit of it last night, I wasn't concerned what happened in the first two games. I think Clemson fans got a little too excited winning up in Chapel Hill. Why? Especially since we went down there and won well pretty yeah. convincing fashion well
2: fashion. you know I don't, I don't know about pretty convincing fashion I, I Clemson shot the ball poorly in that game and you won by what 10 65 55 something like that
3: you don't think our defense had something to do with that sure
2: but I, I mean why but I here's the part I don't get Tim when why wouldn't Clemson fans be excited about beating a team that was supposed to be the best team in the league in the your building a place that Clemson at one point had lost what was it, fifty nine straight games and now has won two of the last three there. Why why would Clemson fans not be excited about that win? Especially oh, away the I think play.
3: they they definitely should be excited. I just think there's some of the, some of them went overboard, some of the probably the ones that were ready to fire Brad okay. two weeks prior to that. But you know, they obviously played well and, and won and Thank God Baycott's kept his mouth shut since then <laughs> as uh, he stuck his foot in his mouth, and we've continued to pay the price for that. But what would concern me is, is what you were no, talking but about wait, earlier Bay, Baycott's
2: like a 32-year-old who looks like he's like 72.
3: Well, yeah, but he's got to live off that nil money a little yeah, bit I longer.
2: I know he's like a thirty-two year old. Looks like he's seventy-two. He honestly, he looks like he could use a good rest, good vacation, good B and B.
3: Yeah, I don't, what the drafts in two rounds. Yeah, two, they'd have to add two more rounds to get him drafted.
2: No, uh, I I think there's a chance he goes uh, in the uh, first half of round two, but I I do not think he's a round one player in the NBA. I think he's at best he's like a role guy in the NBA. This is not a guy who's gonna who's gonna score. If in in his best case scenario, he winds up with a career where he averages eight points and and five rebounds that that type of thing. I, I don't think he's you know, maybe six or even Yeah, that pays a lot
3: of money these days. Yeah,
2: right, right. I mean, if he could just stick on an NBA roster. But look, this isn't unique to Baycott. This is true everywhere right now. The way the sport is playing with NIL, a guy like Baycott, who may or may not have an NBA career, look, he, there's certainly a place he can play. I mean, Europe, there's plenty of places you can earn money and have a have a nice career outside the NBA, but a guy like Baycott, for who the NBA is not a mortal lock at all. I mean, we're a guy who, who might try it, might be out of the league in in a year or two. Uh, it's just it makes complete sense to just stay in college, be big man on campus with no risk at all, and just keep banking money.
3: That's right. Put that money, that owe money, in the bank. Right. the one thing I think. Uh, and you know the game better than I have. I, I do. I've watched it a lot, played it some. You mentioned Jack Clark, and I think there's something you may be missing. I'm impressed with him. I'm not going to lie. I think Clemson uh, could really manhandle us with him in the lineup. But I also think, and, and I don't know the stats, I know P.J. Hall's been in foul trouble quite frequently. Yeah. And I think with him playing – that really cuts back on him having foul problems. Yeah, but don't you think that well, has a super effect on that?
2: I, I think that it it adds another player with length and defensive positional versatility. So it does give you some options. Obviously, Clark is not a, a five, but uh, but at times you know he can guard a five. So you know he he does give you he does give you more fouls and and it seems to me that like PJ's been a little smarter of late in reg- there there's been one or two but he's been a little smarter of late in terms of the bad fouls you know he, he just has a habit he's a competitive guy and he has a habit like for example if he's playing the post and he gets the ball knocked away from him and it goes to a let's say a guard digs down and and strips the ball from him as soon as the guard gets the ball, he has a tendency to want to go back at the guard and try and reach in and steal. That's going to be a foul on you every single time. And those are the fouls he cannot commit for Clemson because he's just too valuable. Right. And as Brad has said numerous times, he's going to to pick up two or three fouls during the regular course of the game just in guarding his opposing five without the silly fouls. The silly fouls are the ones that send him to the bench And and that caused Clemson problems. He's got that's what he's got to avoid.
3: Well, I think uh, if I remember correctly, I didn't watch that much of the game, but I thought Omer is that his name? Yeah, the guy from Miami. Yeah, I thought it twice in the same possession. He went under the basket at Clark, and both times uh, come away uh, empty. yes, yes.
2: Yeah, Clark. Yeah, I thought Clark, that was
3: pretty impressive. It was.
2: Clark defended O'Meer, uh two times right under the rim, and you know, Billis in slow motion said, "Well, they both may have been fouls." I, I don't care. Okay, they weren't. They weren't called. Yeah, I he, heard that. He, he, I, it, they they look clean enough to me from a basketball standpoint, if we're not being ticky-tacky, and that's not how the game was officiated. So. Uh, but just the fact that he could do that to a guy who can carve out space like Omir, because of his length. You know, O'Meara can carve out space. He's still six five, six five and a half and a half at the end of the day. And Clark is 6'10 with long arms.
3: Yeah, Omir is a man. He's he's a beast. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. He's a physical force.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, Jack Clark would definitely uh, give me concern as he's playing well. So, hopefully we shall meet again.
2: Yep, there you go, Degenerate Gilbert, Tim. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's certainly possible that we could see uh, Clemson, North Carolina in the ACC uh, in the ACC turn, um, and you know, and um, and and look, North Carolina would still be the team that worries me the most. I mean, uh, in terms of uh, potential Clemson opponents in an ACC tourney. but I think that if, if with Clark. I think Clemson is playing well enough now that I don't. I don't know that it matters who the opponent is. I I think Clemson is very capable of beating any team in this league. Um, in fact, you know, on a neutral court, and that's not going to be a neutral court, but on a neutral court, I might favor Clemson over anybody in this league right now. Um, I I just think that's the way they're playing. So we shall. We shall see. Um, I've got a bunch of good. Uh, good text on this but i, I promised to answer this uh so let me do that uh said well last night during the game don't know which guy said it but he said conference games don't matter it's your body of work how does that make sense it doesn't bill has said it he's not wrong yeah hey, look let me just clarify he's not offering that opinion for himself he's although he did sort of expound on it personally when he said you know uh well you can't he basically gave the cliche "can't compare apples and oranges," that you know each league is playing a different schedule. Therefore, it's the it's the rest of the games that determine. Uh, I I could not disagree with that view more strongly. Uh, I think it's the height of absurdity in a power league to value anything more than conference games. You play more conference games; those are your best opponents, uh, almost universally. Not individual game by game necessarily but when you compare the body of the schedule your conference games are always the most difficult those are the teams that know you the best and they're the hardest to beat and it's the best determinant determining factor of how good a team is furthermore I don't care what a team is in the first 10 games of the year I don't know how we decided that that was a thing I mean it's irrelevant again by that Method of judging the Kansas City Chiefs would have never won the Super Bowl. They would have never been in the game. It's just stupid. Who who gives a rat's behind what somebody does in the first ten games of the year? That's the that's the growing stage. I, I care much more what teams look like in the last ten games of the year. That matters much more to me. And you know what? If I'm going to put a Turner, just think about this for a second. I'm going to put a tournament together, right? I want the biggest event in sports to be the best that it can possibly be. Am I going to choose a team that went uh, went 0-10 in the first 10 games or 10-0 no in the last 10 games going into the tournament? Which do I want? Do I want the team that started strong? 10-0 no in the first 10 games or 10-0 no in the last 10 games? Do I want the team that started strong or do I want the team that ended in a power fashion. Of course, I want the team that ended that way. I don't want some team, some straggler who's not been playing well. And, and like I've said before, this is what they used to do. They used to give every tournament committee member a report called the nitty gritty report. And that report broke down injuries and other factors that a team faced during the year. And it Paid homage, it honored the final 10 games of the year. They were considered the most important games. Any logical, right-thinking person would understand that. Well, those aren't non-conference games, the last 10 games of the year. This is a ridiculous system that favors OOC games against lesser opponents in a, at a time of the year where it just shouldn't matter what you do over conference games and games at the end of the season. It's just stupid it's it's ridiculous the most important games should 100% be the conference games and this is why you know South Carolina we haven't got to the what happened with Auburn but we sort of thought that would happen but this is why South Carolina who is uh saddled with a 45 in terms of the net rankings and yet Heading into last night, they were nine and two and tied for first place in a league that is destined to place nine teams in the SEC tournament. They were in first place. But let's not count any of that. Let's pretend that beating Tennessee doesn't matter because those O C games are all that really matters. I mean, it's just friggin' stupid. It's just utterly ridiculous. So, yeah, no, I'm with you, Texter. I, I just think I think it's It's as back A-words as you can possibly have it. Uh, Quick break.
1: Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby.
0: Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m.
3: Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how
0: can I help? I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit
1: card. William Nichols from Scores Jewelers. You know, I'm very fortunate to work in an industry that's almost entirely focused on celebrating life's good times and milestones, like the anniversary highlighting 5, 10, 15 years or more spent with your best friend, birthdays and Christmases, and maybe the biggest day of all, the marriage of two people. Her engagement ring is more than just a diamond and a piece of gold. On the day it's given as a gift, it becomes a meaningful symbol marking the start of your new life together. In a few years, you won't remember the price tag on her engagement ring, but you will remember that look on her face when you open the box, that moment of sheer joy and excitement that says so many things to her that you could never express in words. This is the true value of a ring, the reason these things are handed down from one generation to the next. She's the one. Show her with the ring from Scores Jewelers we'll help you find or make the perfect ring that says everything you want to say the moment you open the box for her i'm william nichols of scores jewelers and anderson and online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com. and i want to be your jeweler i'm will davis with the davis law group it's important to me to always remember why we do what we do as litigation attorneys and that's to help people but more specifically is to help people by creating a path forward after a catastrophic event when someone walks into our office they've likely experienced the worst day in their life they've lost a loved one they're catastrophically injured, or their families falling apart. The second you walk into our office, you have personal involvement with an attorney. Our personal involvement continues until the case is concluded. Contact us today at Davis.wall. Let us see how we can help.
2: Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying
1: extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Lowcountry Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220
3: a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans.
1: Let's make men, men again. Book today at LowCountryMail.com. Nick
2: and Mike Bar & Grill, Clemson's Choice for Great Dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, Fried Calamari, Garlic Basil Pesto, Meatball Sub, or Spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner. And brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar & Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western.
0: Okay, everyone gather around I have some exciting running her share. shoe factory. Kendra talks the talk and walks the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon months, footprint. All operations will net zero emissions. Indeed, can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply
1: live and local sports talk coming to you from the upcountry fiber studios this is 105.5 and 97.5 the roar serving the five counties of the south carolina
0: upstate upcountry fiber is a stronger connection get fired up with walt deptula on road rage weekdays three to seven for all things sports exclusively on 105.5 and
3: 97.5 the roar
2: Welcome to the Road Rage, we are back. Um, Okay, so you're living in the doghouse because you didn't act on Valentine's Day. Uh, (laughs) What better way to extricate yourself from the doghouse than to hit Turner's Jewelers right now for the post-Valentine's Day specials? (laughs)
3: That's not a bad idea. That's
2: right. It's always the right time to give a special gift from Turner's Jewelers. They're seasoned professionals. who will guide you to the perfect selection. There are so many choices. Necklaces, earrings, watches, rings. Whatever you choose, your eyes will light up. You'll see a gorgeous smile. A lot of guys are unsure about buying diamonds. It's a serious investment. Turner's will educate you so you know you're making the right decision. One of the latest jewelry trends are lab-grown diamonds. Yes, really. They're about half the cost of a diamond from a mine. They're beautiful. You can choose the The exact type of lab-grown diamond based on the same four C's that's cut, color, clarity, and carat. And Turtles will show you all the options. Look, ultimately, a lab-grown diamond's a diamond. She's absolutely going to love it. You can trust Turtles to take expert care of fine pieces of forever or permanent jewelry so they'll last a lifetime. Turtles has precision technology. This solders even the most delicate pieces easily and quickly. It only takes a few minutes. She'll love seeing them restored. When it comes to wedding rings year-round, nobody says I do like Turner's. Go see the local family jewelers with more than 60 years of expertise. Visit Turner's Jewelers today in the Applewood Shopping Center in Seneca. Turner's Jewelers, where Southern Hospitality meets Diamond Know-How. 864-882-5414. 864-882-5414. Tell them I sent you. That's how it works. Hey, um, you know, Ramona, after the Virginia game, the Brownell haters were out in force again. Yeah. Where are you people now? Uh, seriously, I I don't see any of you people now. You crawled back underground now, have you? Uh, you know, I look. I, I I'll give some of them credit, bro. Gervonta on Twitter, Gervonta is like a a uh, a longtime Brownell hater, and and we have been going back and forth like the last uh like even after the North Carolina game last uh late last night. Gervonta writes me and he says, uh, well, you might have been right about Brownell. <laughs> uh-huh. So how about that? How about that? If Gervonta's on board, then the rest of you should be on the Brownell Clemson basketball train. Get on board. I mean, what's not to be on board with? I mean, what, what what's your concern now? What Whatever happened 13, 14 years ago, is that your concern now? Is that what we're actually going to try and say now? No, right? I mean... Your concern right now would be what's directly in front of your face. And even if you were a Brownell hater, if you actually love Clemson, you should be leading the Brownell cheers right now. And the cheers for this basketball team. Because they're going to the tournament, and they're going to be highly seeded, and they may be in as good a position to make a run, both in the ACC tourney and in the NCAA tourney, as they've ever been. As they've ever been. Certainly in the modern era. I don't know what you consider the modern era, but in, in you know, in, in twenty five years, they're they're gonna be in as good a position as they've as they've ever been. You're gonna play a round one NCAA tournament game as a significant favorite. Now, it doesn't mean that you know, these twelves and thirteens have been beyond pesky. Because quite honestly, there's just not that much difference between a five and a twelve, for example. There just isn't. That's why five and twelve has been you know, sort of a, uh, an issue for the fives in in modern history. But it's still where you want to be. You want to be in those first five seeds, and really I think you want to be in those first four seeds. I think you'd rather avoid five twelve, despite Clemson's history out of the five. I think you'd rather avoid that. And I think Clemson's going to avoid that. I think that road schedule that Clemson has conquered is going to really rule the day when they make comparisons of these basketball teams. When they compare these blind resumes, I think Clemson's road schedule is really going to rule the day. So I said it the other day, and I I still think this, I think by the time this is all said and done, and I'm even sort of projecting ahead, looking at the remainder of Clemson's schedule, thinking that this schedule is Clemson-favorable, I think by the time we get through this, Clemson's going to be no worse than a four seed. No worse. And so you're going to open with a 13. And 13s have done some damage, too. There, there are no freebies. you got to play the game. you got to win. you got to play well. But the Tigers have a lot of ingredients. They have a lot of ingredients. They have a guy who can create his own in Chase. They have a dominant low block player in P.J. Hall that most teams can't match up with and very unlikely any 12 or 13 can match up with. Um, they're starting to shoot the three better. They have uh, one of the great three-point shooters in NCAA basketball history in Gerard. You now have a versatile defender and additional rebounder in Clark. And you have Ian Sheflin, who is just uh, honestly as integral a part of this basketball team as any player has been all year. He just does so many things that you need to win. So many things. And does them better than most people think. He's a better three-point shooter. I mean, he's shooting really an elite percentage from me. He just doesn't take many. Brad's actually tried to encourage him to shoot that shot more when he has it. And he's hit some big ones, too. Um, And, and then uh, beyond all that, you have a... Who, you have a coach who has advanced his team in the tournament before, and you have a team that uh, is a very experienced basketball team. A lot of uh, positives when it comes to Clemson's profile as a attorney team. And in the ACC, uh, again, Clemson went to North Carolina, beat North Carolina, went to Duke, beat them, had that game ripped from them. So if you can beat those teams on the road, then you can absolutely beat them in the tournament. 100%. And I realize they're still, if you match up with one of those teams, it's still going to be a road environment. Not quite as hostile as Cameron, though, for example. Not quite as much a cheat fest as, a a cheat code for the home team as Cameron is. You know, so I, I think that, it's a team that I expect to close really well and then maybe to win the ACC tourney and to move into the the uh, the NCAA tourney with a lot of positive momentum. You know, it's interesting because through all of history, there's been this debate. Modern history. Um, oxymoron alert. Uh, through all of history, there's been this debate about conference tournament, and whether it benefits you or it does not, um, there have been coaches who did not care for the conference tournament, who didn't want their teams to play in that even, that that felt like it was a hindrance, that it was just more work, that it was fatiguing, that it was more risking more injury, these type of things as you went into the NCAA tournament. Roy Williams did not like conference tournament basketball. You know, meanwhile Mike Šiševski loved it. Uh, loved it and wanted to rip your throat out to win. There were two legendary coaches with completely different views on uh, approach to conference tournament basketball. Jim Calhoun was of the Šiševski mindset. Uh all of Jim Calhoun's Connecticut championships came after Connecticut won the conference tournament title. All, let, me, let me rephrase that. all I, I may have said it right, but let me just restate it. All of Connecticut's national championships under Calhoun came after Connecticut won their conference tournament title. Calhoun and Krzyzewski really valued it. Um, Roy Williams, for example, did not. And I, I could see it both ways. On the other hand, a, a, and I'm sort of a personal mindset that you want to be playing your best basketball, and I think winning the tournament uh, prepares you for it. Because winning the tournament is, your conference tournament, is a playoff. It's a playoff. It's a one-and-done situation. So I I think it it leads right in to conference, to uh ncaa tournament basketball you know uh for don't forget that when kemba walker led connecticut to a national title don't forget what they had overcome five games in five days they played five games in five days in the conference tournament went on to win it and still went on to win the ncaa tournament so you know people always get concerned about legs and and fatigue and that kind of thing i I think we make too much of that stuff with young players. I, I think that at times it's a factor, at other times it's it's not. Um, but from a Clemson standpoint, I mean, forget whatever happens in the NCAA tournament. How happy would you be as a Clemson fan if Clemson actually won the ACC tourney? And they were crowned because the ACC tourney is still the way the ACC determines their conference champion. How happy would you be as a Clemson fan? Would would you, Which is a bigger prize? Let me put it that way. Which is a bigger prize for Clemson basketball? To win the ACC tourney or to get in the NCAA tournament and win a few games? I mean, look, you want both you want both but i think i think you'd love to win the acc tourney just one time to win the acc tourney to beat back tobacco road in games that are played in essentially road environments from a Clemson standpoint and and somehow come through that and and slay these dragons avenge Duke, you know, who knows, beat North Carolina again, uh, go on to win the ACC tourney, regardless of of what happens after that, wouldn't that itself just be amazing? I I think it would. I think it would. I think this team is capable of all that. Uh, You know, is it – how will the matchups play out? Matchups are a big factor in basketball, but, you know, just thinking ahead – you know, if you're in a if you're in a four thirteen NCAA tournament game, I haven't really thought about the thir- the thirteen seed pool and and who Clemson would be looking at. I'm going to take a look at that right now and see what Lenardi's uh, latest little deal is here. Oh, uh, let's see. Okay, on the by the way, on the bubble. Oh, his first team out is Wake Forest right now, so Wake Forest right on the bubble. Man, Gonzaga on the bubble, on the wrong side of the bubble right now, according to Linardi. Uh, you know, I can tell you one team that you, you don't want to play. You do not want to play Providence. And when I say you, I mean I don't care who you are. Providence is in Lenardi's next four out. So there's seven on that list of teams being out. Honestly, I think it would behoove, it would benefit most of these teams that could wind up potentially playing a Providence uh, not to play them. So I think you sort of root for them to be out. You do not want to play that basketball team. That basketball team is one scary next four-out bunch. Uh, they're well-coached, and they have superstar players. I I, I don't want to play that team. I mean, I, I let me give you an example. I don't think Connecticut wants to play Providence. I, I'm not saying Connecticut wouldn't beat them. I think they would. I just think it would be very difficult. Uh, so I, I don't want to see Providence get in at all uh, in that regard. Um Last four in he has Ole Miss in that uh, in that group um, on the team on the bracket team sites where does he have Clemson? Uh, 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 where is it? Oh, here it is. He has Clemson. <coughs> Excuse me. He has Clemson as an arrow up six seed, so. Uh, Moving on up is where uh, Leonard, didn't I just see this yesterday? And I thought he had him as a five yesterday. What's the date on this thing? Uh, It's updated 213 Didn't, didn't people tell me that he had Clemson as a five yesterday? And Clemson is now a six with an arrow up. I don't know. Look, this was two days ago, so it's not counting the Miami game. So maybe that's maybe that's the difference. Um, regardless, in a 6-11, he had Clemson matching up with Nevada-Utah winner. Um, I think Clemson is going to wind up a 4. By the way, Alabama's a 3, and Clemson beat them on the road. I would keep that in mind. We'll we'll take another look at this on the other side. You can get in, 654-767. Robert, I'm coming right to you. Don't go anywhere. You're up first. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie
0: of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an
2: asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to MyMoneyIsSafe.com.
1: Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boulware. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www. Dot the com Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free.
0: I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Whether it's our famous glazed or one of our specialty donuts, we have something for everyone at work or at home. Call Spartanburg and Anderson
1: Krispy Kremes. I'm
3: a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kremes.
1: Start your spring cleaning today and get insanely clean home with Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. For this month only, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $129 plus free staircase. Book online at zeroresgreenville.com.
0: Get set to go where the adventure takes you on a set of BF Goodrich tires from the Pendleton Tire Company. February 14th through February 21st, get a $60 reward card or virtual card after online submission when you buy four new select BF Goodrich terrain family of tires. All other purchases of four new BF Goodrich tires qualify for $40. See the Pendleton Tire Company and check out pendletontire.com. Offer valid February 14th through February 21st, 2024. See BF promotions and rebates for full details. ramp.com sports
1: I'm Eddie Bennett Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment We have Takeuchi track loaders excavators, wheel loaders and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember When you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett.
0: Here at The Roar, every day is game day. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar.
2: Up to the Red Rage, we are back. It's funny when the textures are debating this whole Lenardi thing. And and people are saying no, Lenardi, uh, other people, Jerry Palm, CBS, had Clemson at five, but Lonardi didn't. But this texter sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Texter 828 says Lenardi moved Clemson to five and number 20 overall yesterday. He just hasn't released a full updated bracket. Okay. So now we do know. Lenardi is Actually, does have Clemson at five. It just hasn't been updated. Texture seven zero four says, "I tend to think four is our ceiling." I tend to agree with that. But what if, just say for example, and I, I don't know that this is happening, but what if Clemson won out and won the ACC tournament? Then I think, then I think that ceiling would be shattered. But I, I tend to think you're right. I, I that's that's sort of how I see it. I mean that that's a lot of big ifs that I just threw out there. I'm not ready to say that those things all happen. I just think that Clemson is going to be a legit contender when we get to the ACC tournament. Uh, but I I I think you're right. I think that I tend to think four is the ceiling, and I also think that's where uh, where I want Clemson to be. Um, so we'll see how all that plays out. Uh, Texter says. Uh, from Tiger Chris, not a huge Brunel fan, but I'm coming around. <laughs> Good. Let's go, Chris. But three nitpicky things they need to tighten up on. Better guard control of the ball late in the game. Yeah, and that's a bit of a dilemma because there's not a pure point guard. Better spacing in the paint with the high pick and roll. Guys seem to be going to the same spot too often, clogging up the passing lanes. Spread the floor and let the big guys work more. Yeah, and you know you got a little bit of that in the Miami game with, with PJ and Ian sort of occupying the same space on the floor. And Clemson likes to run some high-low action uh, with the uh, big-to-big stuff. Um, there was a little bit of that. And he says sometimes uh, too many threes early in the shot clock with no players in the box to rebound. I agree with that. I think that late in the late in the first half we saw Clemson take some uh, bad shots. It's just plain and simple. There was just there was a segment there late in half one that got in trouble at halftime with Clemson taking uh, bad shots. He does say this team could play with anybody. Uh, and they're small nitpicking things that they could improve to be even better. Brad is winning me over slowly with his job this year. So that's great. I and mean, that's great. That's a, that's a great text, you know, and, and, and a logical text. You know what else it is, Ramona? It means that this guy, Tiger Chris, didn't have an agenda. You know what I mean? He, uh-huh. he he believed certain things about Brad, believed maybe he wasn't the right guy, but now he's seeing things differently. Right. So in other words, he's not he's stuck just not right. stuck in that one opinion. Right. The one opinion of trying to prove that you're you were right about something. And, and I, I still think there's there's some of that, uh, some of that around. Um just said Palm moved us from Yukon's region to Houston since yesterday. That's a major upgrade. Okay. I mean, you would much rather be in Houston's region. Now, look, Houston might not be a great matchup for, for this Clemson team. Thinking about, you know, who they would match up well against, who they might not. I don't know if I want to play Houston because Houston's the kind of team that would likely give Clemson problems with quickness and dribble penetration and defensive pressure. Uh, and creating turnovers and those type of things. Now, on the other hand, if you could handle it and get the ball inside, you could probably punish Houston. Um, but that would be the question, whether you can handle it. You know, the, the 21 turnovers against Syracuse for a team that uh, has active hands and defends the passing lanes, you know, that was the dilemma. Now, you punish them in the paint. Um Texter said... uh uh, texter said, uh, I have no agenda still time for burnout to go. I, I have no idea. I mean, honestly, uh, I just, you must be a fan of some other team. There's just no way you could be saying that at this point. I mean, that's just, that's just crazy. Uh, absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, he did right. if they win the conference tourney, they'll turn around and lose in the first round. Well, I, I, you know, if they won the conference tourney, it'd be one of the greatest accomplishments in Clemson basketball history. This guy's beaten North Carolina two of the last three times in Chapel Hill. He's beaten NC State six straight times. He actually beat Duke at Duke this year. I, I just don't know what more you want right now from Clemson basketball. I I just I can't imagine there's anybody still saying that kind of crap. I just It's it's just like mind-boggling. You do have an agenda. Whether you admit it or not, you do have an agenda. Because oh, either that or you're not a Clemson fan. Because it, it, it's like impossible not to root for this bunch right now you know again i'll bet you have never listened to tiger hours and and Brad and the players of this team i bet you've never humanized these guys at all and it, and if you haven't the reason is because you, you just don't care that much about clemson basketball i would suggest um that'd be my uh my my guess um mm-mm. Uh, Tess said, I think after 14 years of experience, we're not going to get a different outcome over the next 10 years. I, I, you already have a different outcome. The, this was attorney team last year. It's attorney team again. They got screwed over and hosed by the system last year. Everybody knows it. Uh, that's why Brad was retained because uh, Graham knew that he had watched the attorney basketball team. And it's, it's inarguable to suggest otherwise, really. What happened to Cle- See, here's the thing. Here's how you know, here's how you know, the truth about the pretenders and the and and the real people here's how you know you know because if you're if you're a genuine clemson fan who doesn't have a brownell agenda then you would have been outraged at what happened to Clemson last year. You wouldn't have been talking about, well, he didn't make the tournament. You would have been talking about how they got screwed over, how they went 5-0 and against NC State and Pittsburgh, how they finished ahead of both of those teams in league and in the conference tournament and somehow were denied in favor of those teams. That's what you would have been yelling. After Clemson lost to Duke, you would have been screaming about the hose job. You wouldn't have been talking about, well, Clemson lost because they turned it over twice. This is how you know the the real people from the pretenders. How you know the the real people from those with an agenda. That that's how you know. Texas said a bunch of idiots that care about football for ninety days from September to December. Uh and and uh, look, again, I think that's I think that's sort of right. Uh, at this point, I mean, if you're if you're saying things about. About Brownell and Clemson basketball at this point, then you obviously have an agenda. I mean, there's there's no other way around it. You can you can spin it any way you want, but you just do. I mean, team's playing great, doing everything you stinking can on a basketball court. I mean, you should be you should be super excited as a fan of Clemson basketball right now. You should be super excited about what's going on, the way they're playing, and the accomplishments they've had to date. And the way they look right now, and the things that are being said about them, I mean, when on earth could Clemson basketball basically thumb their nose at a five seed in the NCAA tournament? Come on, man. Uh, Ted said, I would like to ask all the people who want Brad going, who are you going to bring in that's going to do a better job? Right. Exactly. and. You know, it's like all of those NFL teams found out. You know, they fired coaches and then uh, thought about later what they uh, might wind up doing. You know, I, you know, hey, look, listen, uh, here's what you better hope. You better hope this guy doesn't go on some sort of massive run here and turn this all around and then uh, and then be the next coach at Michigan. Or Ohio State or someplace like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Texas said, give Brownell an extension and more NIL resources. Right. Uh, exactly right. Uh, Dexter said, don't you think John Shire deserves a ton of credit for winning the ACC tyranny last year in only his second year? Yeah. Look, I, I, honestly, uh, Shire uh, uh, pissed me off after that, after that game at Cameron with his response to Brownell. But I, but I get it. I, I understand what his job is and his role. And I, I really do think he's done a good job. You know, you sort of the hand chosen successor by Mike Shoshewsky, and I think he really has done a good job. He knows the game. And quite honestly, the the product hasn't really dropped off from the the, the, the waning years of Sheshewski. Where the product had dropped some. Uh, it, it hasn't taken another step down. And Shire seems to be recruiting at a high level and and living up to the uh to the led. Duke tradition, which of course extends way back before Shostakovsky, but you know, still the majority of this success in the in the history of the Duke program, obviously under under Coach K. So, uh, so yeah, just said right while excited, and when we do lose another game, it's okay. Uh, All the negativity over the years has hurt this team in recruiting, no doubt. Right, I mean, and and right now, I, I just. I can't even imagine what you could be negative about, about what you're seeing right now. I mean, you should just be ecstatic, unbelievably excited about the opportunity. Uh, look, uh, you're in a position right now that Clemson's been in very few times in their basketball history. And this guy has done things that haven't been done. Uh, again, you you lost 59 straight times, whatever it was, at, at Chapel Hill, at North at North Carolina, the Dean Dome, you know, uh, and before now you've won two of the last three games that are played there. How did that happen? You know, I was thinking about this earlier today, Ramon. I was thinking about the players on this team. Think about this. It's like I say all the time. You know, the Stork didn't bring these dudes. Oh, that's true. I mean, you have a player who's up for ACC Player of the Year consideration and is a no-doubter, no-brainer first-team All-League player. You got a couple others in in Shefflin and Gerard that are threats to wind up on a second or a third team, maybe. And and how did all these guys get there? How, how did Hunter Tyson uh, do the things he did and then get drafted and go to the NBA? How, how did that happen? Where did these guys come from? These are some of the better players in the country. How, how it, it have been. How, how did they get here? How? Like I said, the stork? Did the Stork bring P.J. Hall? Did the Stork bring Hunter Tyson? Did the Stork bring Chase Hunter? Did the Stork land Joe Girard from Syracuse when so many other teams wanted him? How about Jack Clark? You think Brownell doesn't know what, this, what he's doing? I mean, are you kidding me? He knows exactly the pieces he needs. This guy, listen, this team has accomplished what they've had Have this year, despite the fact that Clark, who was brought in to replace Hunter Tyson, had been unavailable to this team for most of the year, and they still have achieved. Despite the fact they got frigging robbed, hosed at Duke. Just the absolute theft of a game. And they've still achieved. But where do you think all these players that are now NBA candidates, where did they come from? Brownell gets credit for all of that. Brownell and his staff gets credit for all that. There are some people here who just don't understand what they have. And you should. Uh, Oh, that's Robert in Georgia. Okay, Um, Robert, hold on. Hold on. That's the other Robert. I don't want to start you short, Robert, because, you know, there's no way I'm going to get your call in two minutes. There's just no way. So don't go anywhere, Robert. We'll get to you as as soon as as soon as we get back. Um, this says uh, our starting five has five hundred and sixty one games under their belts, but people still want to talk junk. Casual football Clemson fans is what the texture says. They said too much ego involved with people that are Clemson football fans. They'd rather be right and Clemson basketball fail. Coach Brad Brownell to get fired. Than they would for Clemson basketball to be very good and have to admit they're wrong. Sadly, that's the truth. That is the truth I've experienced, and and that is the uh, uh that's exactly right. That's exactly what's happened here. Because <laughs> again, I just if you're if you're living in the year 2024 after being hosed in the year 2023, when you know you should have made the tournament. And now you're going to the tournament. And you're going to be a high seed. And now you're saying Brownell should be fired. I mean, uh, seriously, what kind of moron would fire a guy who's poised to be a number five seed in the NCAA tournament? Who would do that? Seriously, like, who would do that? If you were in charge, that's what you would do. If if Clemson goes on and is a I don't know a five seed, a four seed, whatever, in the NCAA tournament. <clears throat> You're going to fire the coach who brought you there in basketball at Clemson? Well, see, that would get you fired instantly. And luckily for, for Clemson, you're not in that position to make that decision um, because this guy's done everything you wanted him to do. Uh, quick break. Robert and Georgia,
0: you're up first. WCCP FM 105.5 Clemson Greenville, Anderson WAHT AM 1560 Cowpens 97.5 Spartanburg We are the Roar Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge Now let's see what your dog has to say As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is Oh, what is that? That's just my tail Weird, anyway Progressive protects There it is again See? This is why i need protection i'm so distracted <laughs> nope that is still my tail progressive auto insurance covers pets for up to thousand dollars in a car accident at no extra charge and we think your dog would say that's great too progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms not available in all states you might not know this but the Ingalls bakery is actually a bakery as in we bake things really delicious things things like crusty breads just waiting for that scrumptious strawberry jam Apple fritters to pair perfectly with that morning cup of coffee. Cakes for any occasion, customized to your precise standards. And did we mention the cookies? It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. No one wants it to happen to them, but unfortunately, chances are good that at some point it'll happen to you. Roof Troubles. It's one of the most important parts of your biggest investment. So when you need repairs or a new installation, you need someone who you can trust to get the job done right. You need Joe Robertson & Son Roofing. As a family-owned and operated roofing company for nearly six decades, Joe Robertson & Son have built a reputation for quality craftsmanship. It's why thousands of upstate home and business owners have chosen them for their roofing needs. Beyond providing quality work they're proud to stand by, Joe Robertson & Son Roofing also takes a client first approach to their job. That means quality roofing, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. Put it all together and it's easy to see why they're the Upstate's premier roofing provider. You can't cut corners when it comes to roof repairs and installations, so go with the trusted name in the Upstate. Go with Joe Robertson & Son Roofing. Get started today by visiting them online at robertsonroofing.net. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court, thanks to treating my skin and joints with Skyrizi, risankizumab RZA, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults. SkyRIzzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more.
2: I'm
1: Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services in Pelzer. Do high energy bills have you thinking of replacing your old HVAC system? If your heating system is constantly requiring service or if it's over 17 years old, you're probably thinking about replacement. This puts you in the position of deciding who you can trust with this important investment. Call the pros at BCD Services for a free estimate and breakdown of our install process payment options, and performance guarantee. Schedule estimate today, 864-940-4804.
3: My
0: friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language.
1: Como te llamas? Como te
0: amas. ¿De dónde eres? De dónde eres. Babel's interactive lessons are created by real language teachers and voiced by real native speakers using a modern conversation based method. So in no time, you can start speaking confidently about real life topics in another language.
3: Nosotras vamos a México en dos días y ahora hablamos español. Gracias, Babel. Sí, muchas gracias.
0: <laughs> Babel, Language for Life, celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Start learning a language today at Babbel.com.
1: Tired of going out to eat and paying 10 to $20 for a meal, let alone breakfast, if for some reason you haven't heard the news yet, our good friends at Wendy's had the best valued breakfast around. Their two for $3 Biggie Bundle includes two of either sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, or medium hot coffee. Two items, $3, great food, greater value. Check out our Wendy's breakfast if you haven't already. Your bank account will thank you later.